0: Hello, I'm George Sainsbury and welcome to Talk in the Spotlight. We are joined again by Laurie Covello-Phillips, who's always on the hunt. When I say always, always on the hunt <laughs> for her ideal dog. Hi, George.
1: Long time no see. Long time no
0: see. And we have Trevor Gertlock, our resident vet and friend. Hey, George. Hey, Laurie. Now... We are going to be looking at a dog breed that we had many requests for. And our producer, Joshua, had an Australian Shepherd dog. And he said, can we do an Australian Shepherd? And also Tara, who is our avid listener in my class, who does the official dogs from each country. She also requested this dog breed because she has relatives who live in Australia and has um, an Australian Shepherd on their farm. So, but before we go and put the Australian Shepherd in the spotlight, we have Dog in the News. In this week's Dog in the News, Larry has been looking at um, children and children who have uh, a family pet and how their behaviour is is better, they're more well-behaved, which is music to our ears being teachers. Laurie and I mm-hmm. are both teachers.
1: Love a well-behaved child. Love a
0: well-behaved child. And Lori, go on to tell us what's the research and where you found this information.
1: Okay, so um, it's published by Fox News, so obviously we need to take it with a pinch of salt. Mm. Touché, yeah. Mm-hmm. However, the um, headline is New Report Claims That Kids Who Grow Up With Dogs Are Better Behaved, and... It goes through this study which took place, which um, found a correlation between children who had dogs growing up um, had 30 to 40 percent less uh, difficulties with their social and emotional um, health and interactions, etc. And it found this to be because from a young age, you learn to care for something, you learn that patience, that restraint, those social boundaries. Um, However, I was speaking to Trevor a little bit about this before the podcast, because I don't know how strong that correlation is just between those two particular variables because having a dog can add in a lot of other aspects to your life that could improve your mental health.
2: Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of variables you can't control. Like Mm -hmm. if you have a dog, you're more likely to take the dog on a walk. You're more likely to go to dog parks. You're more likely to interact with other people that have dogs. So I Mm -hmm. feel like you're kind of already in a situation where you're forced to be more social than someone yeah. that doesn't have a dog
1: yeah and being outside more having more exercise is going to affect your mental health
0: and i also think there's that empathy side especially with children of a certain age where when you have a dog you're especially if you're an only child your parents are saying oh don't do that to the ch- the dog it's going to irritate it or don't do that so the child is learning empathy from the parent's reaction as well as the dog's reaction. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I was brought up with dogs, and I was very
2: well-behaved. There we go, it
1: can't be true then.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep, there we <you> go. <laughs> That's... Uh, yeah, so Fox News, you were lying. that
1: proves the rule. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Did they comment on the other, the the flip side of that? So dogs that grew up in families with children where the dogs better behave.
1: Oh, that's really interesting. It doesn't comment on that's, that. Because yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> <That, laughs> I would
2: think the opposite would be true. Like if you have kids, and it's probably hard to train a dog because the kids are constantly rewarding yeah. bad behavior.
1: I imagine so. But it determines that dogs um, have benefits for young children's well-being. And I mean, obviously there are a whole multitude of giving a child something to care for and bond with and build a relationship with from a young age I can absolutely see right. that the that would absolutely did we all grow up
0: with dogs I grew up with dogs did you grow up with dogs Larry yes and you yep. did Trevor yep yeah
1: so but I don't th- I don't know how true the opposite is in terms of then um, they're saying that without a dog you're 74% more likely to have so and I don't think that is really the case I think that's that's a misuse of that statistic. Is that yeah. right, Trevor? I, I
0: would think so. Do you know what? If I was a child and I heard this um, and I think Tara might want a dog, <laughs> she might want to say to her parents, you know what? There's proof that if I get a dog, I'll even be more well behaved. Like Tara is very well behaved but she'll be more well behaved. I know,
1: but they'll say, how do you know that, Tara? And she'll say Fox News and they'll go, no.
0: Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thank you, uh, Lori, for your research. And we, that is Dog in the News for this week. In this week's Dog in the Spotlight, we'll be looking at the Australian Shepherd. I've had many requests to do the Australian Shepherd. Mm. And when you say Australian Shepherd, Lori, what comes to mind?
1: So I can say that this is already a contender for my list. Some of them from the get go, I think I don't need to be here for this, but um, (laughs) (laughs) this one is
0: beautiful. so just, so, why is it then so before I go into the details mm-hmm. and Trevor goes over the health and temperament why do you think this could make your list
1: so I know it sheds a lot that I'm going to preface it with that however I think it's whole aesthetic it's it's um look the speckledness the size of it i don't know it just looks like a beautiful
0: and you had a small experience with this because we went to go and look at some puppies Mm. and lori came with us and it was an australian (gasps) shepherd and we all fell in love oh my gosh beautiful dog
1: now we did go and see some puppies just to do a little bit of research for the podcast um at Pet Smart, wasn't it which we are not PetSmart
0: it's um as Pets oh. but we are going to be talking we are gonna about... Talk
1: about that next week but um it was a gorgeous dog and the temperament was lovely really cuddly and friendly and I think you relate a dog to the experience that you've had with that dog even if it's not the general mm-hmm. temperament and I think that really pricked my ears up when you were saying we we're doing this breed
2: yeah and Trevor Australian Shepherd yeah, I, I quite like this breed. So it's an athletic breed. It's, it's a handsome breed. So yeah, okay. they're quite popular. So
0: Australian Shepherd is very popular in America. In England, it's not a huge popular breed. It's not mm. a breed you see a lot of. That's true. So when I did my research, I was researching quite a fresh breed for me, even though it's quite popular. I think it's number 17 out of 196 in the US of popularity. And I was shocked to hear that the Australian Shepherd is not from Australia what did you know this Trevor? i did not actually and i thought oh okay whereabouts in australia is it melbourne sydney no it's not they originated from the basque country in spain in a region of spain and france and there were uh shepherds would use their um these dogs another shepherding dog another shepherding dog a herding dog and the, re- the way they got their name, the Australian Shepherd, they didn't even actually stay in Australia long. So this the Basque Shepherds sort of emigrated to Australia, but on but then went off to the US, where they really boomed and became the dog they are today. And the only reason why they are from called the Australian Shepherd is that the Basque Shepherds went to Australia and then came around to the US. So they barely stayed in Australia, but they managed to take the name Australian Shepherd. Interesting. Yeah, oh. someone got that
2: wrong. Big time. Yeah. yeah. And
0: actually it became the breed it is today because of America. So it came over in the 1800s to America with the Bas- Basque or Basque um, Shepherds. And they they bred a collie and a border collie to become what we know as the Shepherd. today. Now you oh. can have a mini um, uh, Australian Shepherd and you can have the sort of standard Australian Shepherd. Yeah. Hmm. Um, they come in... A number of different coats, but their famous coat and the most sort of recognized is M- Merle, 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 yeah. Merle Coat. And Merle. that is a bl- blue and red. Now, what happened was, so the breeders really wanted this. Remind me again how to say it again. Merle, Merle, Merle Coat. And it is a very striking coat. It's a very attractive coat. And so breeders are like, right, we want this dog with this coat. It's a very nice coat. However, not so fast, not so fast. So we talk about selective breeding and how it can sort of cause genetic health issues. Right, the genetic bottlenecking that we yeah. talked about. If you breed a parents both with merle coats, you mm-hmm. end up. It's twenty five percent likely the dog beca- is born deaf and blind. Wow. So yeah, they.
2: It's, yeah, your basics of Mendelian genetics. So twenty five percent is yeah homozygous. So yeah.
1: And will people still do that and then take that risk because they want that designer? Well, stopped so we're they stopped
0: it. they would stealing the
2: thunder a little bit, but yeah.
0: Yeah, the, they've literally stopped it now. So they suddenly realized um, this is, we can't, we can't sustain a breed, which a quarter of the puppies are going to be deaf and blind. Yes. It's also inhumane.
2: Yeah, so in 2013, I believe it was, the UK Kennel Club discontinued. They stopped registering uh, puppies that were bred from litters of Merle and Merle breedings.
0: Yeah, because it it was, a you know, 25% chance of being deaf and blind. So, uh, so mm. now with uh, Australian Shepherds, they accept many dog breeds. So, uh, sorry, different coats. So you can have the liver coat, you can have a black and white coat. But most people prefer what you see as the Australian Shepherd, that merle mm. coat, which is usually the blue and red. Mm. Um, another th- sort of... Th- feature they have a characteristic of their, are their eyes mm. so they're known by the Ind- native indians as ghost eyes and because they have bright blue eyes but you don't have to have them like bright, bright blue it's not sort of a criteria for if you're showing the dog you can have them as you can have what we have two colors where one eye's brown one eye's blue you can have two brown eyes two blue eyes um
1: why is it um that so many of that particular breed have two different color eyes and other breeds don't
2: that I cannot answer for you. I can tell you that the the merle, the, we'll talk a little bit in the medical part, but the merle-merle breeding, like I said, there's a genetic defect and it has to do with melanocytes, which are pigment cells we hear about in our skin. That's why Certain people like James that are pale and Irish, um, they have less melanocytes than their skin. Um, And so there's a defect in melanocytes um, that causes uh, essentially abnormal development of the eye and the ear tissues. And so I would imagine it has something to do with that, but I, I don't, I don't know.
0: No, it, it, it's, it's again, no. and it's a bit...
2: <laughs> no, I mean, no. all
0: I got from that is that James is, is some sort
2: of deep... It's just like lacking <laughs> melanocytes, so
0: um, No, the difference is, it's a bit like with Dalmatians. I think sometimes with that white pigment you have um white cats which can be blind and deaf so i think maybe something. Yeah, we definitely bad.
2: see the the white thing is true we see that in other breeds too um so great danes are one that come to mind that's a, a definite big thing with the the great danes as well they're tested for deafness and for um ocular issues as well when they have certain color morphs um so
0: yeah so it's the, the coat color. i suppose you've just got to be aware of that if you're looking for a dog uh, a German, uh, australian shepherd just be wary of the certain coats can come with those genetic Um, interesting Um, so they also have a naturally bobbed tail so in england in i think it was 2007 they banned the docking of tails Um, but the australian shepherd has a naturally no tail really a bobbed tail and that was really in the when they were herding they wanted to protect it against um, being knocked, damaged, so there was sort of bred that um, that style to have that no tail. Um, it was actually recognised quite late on. In 1991, it was recognised. So it hasn't been a recognised breed for that long. And the miniature Australian Shepherd was only recognised in 2012.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't remember those in my training. I don't remember seeing miniature um, Australian Shepherds until yeah, the more recent years. So,
0: and in Chicago, um, you see Australian Shepherds everywhere. Our producer Joshua had an Australian Shepherd, and I think he had a miniature Shepherd. But use oh no! It was—he's just shaking his head. It was a normal Strong Australian no, Shepherd, no. Um, and nothing
2: many with Joshua. Yeah, yeah. He's like no,
0: um, and he—and um, you'll see them everywhere in um, in in Chicago. And I do like you. I love the look of them. I think they're mm. very. They're just gorgeous looking, especially with their sort of certain... Co- I know it's a... We shouldn't go for Meryl, but I do that like that look in that yeah. um, dog.
1: Contributing to the downfall of society as per... Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when we look at the um, temperament, now they're extremely athletic. They are very intelligent. Even though Stanley Corin puts them above intelligent at 90... Uh, sorry, 42. Where they have the border collie and collie in them, they are very easily trained. Um, But one thing with all these very intelligent dogs, they need to be stimulated because they Mm. do have behavior issues if you are not stimulating physically and intellectually. And they do very, very well in obedience training, um, agility training. And why I find it quite surprising you see a lot in Chicago, Chicago is a very apartment Flat condo mm-hmm. sort of um, area, and I am always like, "How are you keeping these ch- dogs exercised?" Because it, one thing they do say they need so much exercise. They 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 come from a herding nature, so they're out on the wilderness in the Basque Country in the Pyrenees. They'd be running all over the fields, and then you come to Chicago. Mm. Um, so it's one thing if you do want an Australian Shepherd, even though they're sort of a medium sized dog. If you go for the miniature, they're smaller. You really got to take into consideration they have a lovely temperament unless you're not stimulating. Like anyone, if anyone's bored, they become a bit destructive, they have behavior issues. So it's one thing, exercise is extremely, extremely important. Now, as I said to you before, in America, they're the 17th most popular dog breed. And they really became popular in America more so than other countries. Um, because in a way, they started the California ranches Really bit built up the breed What we know today So they're sort of Quite an American breed it, Australia does not see it As a native breed of their own Which oh. is so, I know <laughs> I'd be like grabbing, grabbing not, that one with on a dingo I
2: know, I know That's just, <laughs> It's so funny it's When Tara said dog,
0: yeah. When Tara said The national dog of um, Australia was a dingo I was like What about the Australian shepherd Because I hadn't
2: Did we hmm. fact check her
0: yeah, no, okay, you don't right, need to fact-check right. um, Tara. She knows her stuff. Okay, um, <laughs> Don't diss Tara. <laughs> yeah, she knows it. So it really grew up in popularity because in Midwesterns, because it was in the California ranches, they used these um, dogs because that's where the shepherds f- f- came from Australia and they settled. In Westerns, in wild Western films, they were everywhere. You'd always see an Australian shepherd. So that's when the popularity really became
2: greater than it is today. I don't really watch many wild West. Thing so I I couldn't even vouch for that I I actually do and I'm trying to think like if I've ever seen an Australian shepherd running alongside a horse and I, I think cattle dogs like I've definitely seen cattle dogs but what
0: was Lassie uh,
2: was she's a, a Rough Collie <laughs> oh,
0: okay okay and she I don't think she was in the Wild West in a, either that, though, that was in a Western <laughs> yeah okay so Lori Laurie, obviously Lori's on this podcast because she knows nothing about dogs we should have prefaced this by saying that we've had a glass of wine so yeah Lori Laurie has doesn't drink wine she's had something else a vodka. Um, anyway, so uh, <laughs> we're talking about the the life expectancy. Considering a medium dog. They've got a high life expectancy. They're, they're from 12 to 15 years. Now, all the information I get, I do research on many different sort of publications. But one thing which I would recommend if you're interested in this dog breed is going to the American Kennel Club. Um, and they'll give you really, they break down a lot of the information you need to know. And also you can go to my uh, Instagram page. At dog in the spotlight to also get more information, not just on the Australian Shepherd, but also on other breeds we cover.
1: Can I check that's Dog in the spotlight with hyphens in between every yes, word. Yes,
0: dog underscore or underscore in underscore spotlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we've looked at sort of the temperament, as in it's very intelligent. It's it, it, like when Joshua said uh, when had uh, his Australian Shepherd, which was called Marie. It loved being round. Humans, and it's quite a companion dog. But as I said to you before, it does need to be stimulated. Mm. And, um, but you, I remember Joshua saying it wasn't very good with other dogs, but again, that's not a necessary thing of their breed, they're not like that's their breed temperament. Each dog's different, but one thing you can always say is they are trainable but need that exercise. Now, talking about exercise and the life expectancy, we're going to go to Trevor and we're going to talk about the health side of the Australian Shepherd.
2: Yes, thank you, George. Um, so I actually reached out to one of my coworkers, who's an anesthesiologist named Katie Bennett, because um, she has two of these dogs, and she's quite obsessed with the breed. Um, and so I just kind of got her opinion on it uh, before doing a little research on my own. But um, just to underscore, it's, it's quite a healthy breed. And so I feel like this is different than all the oh, other breeds that yeah that. you guys have made me uh, mm. cover. And so it's quite a healthy breed. We talked a little bit about um, some of the problems with breeding. And so we talked about the merle-merle and how the mix of those can result in puppies that are blind and deaf. And getting to what George said, um, you have sort of a higher incidence of, of obtaining one of these puppies with one of these defects based on those breedings. But any of the color morphs can have it. And the the defect is highly variable, meaning that some puppies can be lightly affected, other puppies can be completely blind, and, uh, completely blind, and completely deaf. Um, and it just it has to do with it's a genetic defect that has to do with, as we said, melanocytes, so pigment cells, and, and exactly how that works, I how do you, not know. How, but so
0: this is a thing that occurs in the dog. How would you know getting a puppy? How can you guarantee or help guarantee that you're going to get a puppy that doesn't have these genetic defects?
2: That's a good question. Yeah. So you can actually get, and some breeders will do this, they'll get the dog certified. It's called OFA screening and they can actually, they'll see an ophthalmologist. The ophthalmologist will do some tests to test the retina, to test their visual um, acuity. And then there's also um, a test that they can do for hearing. It's called a bear test that a neurologist can perform. And so they can actually test the puppies for uh, deafness and blindness and you can test the breeding dogs as well for that
0: okay and so you say as a healthy so part of the the you know the genetics you were talking about is there anything else when we say about healthy say say we say if i was a buying a or a, a purchasing a australian shepherd what would you imagine my veterinary bill you know some like if i said french bulldog you'd be thinking well uh, yeah. you're gonna have to remortgage <laughs> yeah but yeah. Right. What would you say about an Australian Shepherd? Yeah,
2: quite healthy. So I wouldn't say that you're going to have to put um, heavy sums of cash away to pay for your vet bills for this breed. Um, the aside from the blindness deafness, which we said again, it's not like it's the majority of dogs. Okay, and so um, other diseases that are common, though, um, there is something called an MDR gene mutation. And that is a, um, it's been renamed. It's called the ABCB1 gene mutation. And that is very common in this breed. All vets know about this. Um, it is why we will um, use anesthetics and um, heartworm preventatives and some other types of drugs quite widely in other breeds without any risk of toxicity. But in Australian Shepherds and a couple other breeds that have this MDR1 mutation, which you can test for, um, the dogs develop a defect in one of the pumps that essentially protects the brain from the rest of the body. And so in a normal animal without the gene mutation, drugs that can cross the blood-brain barrier, so things that are given into the bloodstream that then cross into the brain, the body will pump them back out of the brain to protect it. And in dogs with this gene defect, um, they don't have the ability to do that. And so these drugs will accumulate in the brain, and they can have seizures and other neurologic defects from it. And so, again, there's a saying in vet medicine, it's called white feet don't treat. And that is uh, to cover breeds like Border Collies and Australian Shepherds that have white feet.
0: Oh, That's so interesting. interesting. Is that something you would definitely look for? So, if you suddenly saw, would it put you off getting a puppy if it had white feet?
2: No, I don't think so. I mean, it, it's something you can work around, right? So, there's other drugs we would use that we know don't cross the blood brain barrier, um, or we'll use different doses of drugs to make it safe. Okay. Um, so, it's something you can definitely work around. And again, what's really nice about the defect is that there is a genetic test for it. So, you can have your dog tested, um, even at a, a primary care veterinarian, they can send off a test for this and say, okay, you don't have the gene. In which case you are unaffected. Yeah.
0: Well that's so, yeah. I did really, that's a really interesting fact, especially with collies and mm. those sort of tri-colour animals. Would it is it just like tricolored or like a multicoloured animals with the white feeds, or is it how do you d- determine is it anything with a white foot?
2: No. no, it's not anything with a white foot. So yeah, that's a, a big point of a disclaimer. It's not if your dog has white feet. It doesn't mean that it, you guys need to run out and, and test this for the gene defect. Um, it's predominant, from my understanding, it's predominantly in um, Australian Shepherds and again the Collie breeds. Um, okay. There's other breeds that also can have it, but those are the predominant breeds. Okay. So if you have a white footed Basset Hound, for instance, you don't have to run out and, and get the dog tested yeah. for the MDR1 mutation gene. Mouse gene mouse okay, pants. yeah, it was like within, uh, <laughs> a line
0: outside the dog. <laughs> the
2: bed. dog in the spotlight He's said. got
0: white feet. Trevor Gurtlock said. All the damnation that we got. So don't worry, guys. Um, thank you for that, Trevor. Is there anything else you need to add on the health?
2: No, I mean, I can always add things. But yeah. um, seizures, they get uh, primary epilepsy. And, and that's really about it. And again, that's not the majority. That's a minority of dogs. So underscored again, quite healthy breed. Good. Good to know.
0: Now, we always look at one thing which we talk about a lot. And I feel like I should do it as a different uh, segment is Shedding. And Lori and I both yeah. worry about shedding, etc. And they do have a double coat because they have to be able to herd in all temperatures. And it does shed. It is quite a shedder. But again, if you're grooming and it gets through the undercoat, if you're regularly doing it, um, it, it shouldn't be a problem like all dogs. And sometimes I find sometimes the longer dog the longer coats of dogs are shed less Absolutely. than the short head dogs. So people go, yep. Oh, they've got short head, it'll be fine actually if you're constantly brushing a long hair a long coat um of a dog it it sheds less but these short-headed ones Mm. they do like you stroke them um we're going to be talking about basset in another episode bassets are tremendous shedders and they have very short coats whereas the australian shepherd they also seasonally shed okay um so it's not it will shed at times don't get me wrong but it's if you're regularly brushing because it can get matted as well, so you have to be brushing it regularly. And like I had a cocker spaniel which had similar sort of um, coat, especially its ears. He loved being groomed, mm. and I think. The Australian Shepherd would
1: so say on a scale of one to five five being whatever the
0: the you know let's say Australian a basset because that's what I find in yeah. labs, uh, labs, labs Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Scale.
0: I'd say three if you're grooming okay. regularly and you've do, okay. and also with these long breeds they do get matte mm-hmm. so they're, they're but that's enough not,
1: though to still find hair on your clothes hair oh, on your by
2: the end of this you know what Lowry's gonna have she's gonna have a sphinx cat and she's gonna have a <laughs> <Yeah>. Chinese, <laughs> a, Chinese cre- a Chinese crested <laughs> yeah and she'll be like, I'm done I'm fine
0: um <laughs> no, so I, I think if you groom regularly, like when we had a cocker spaniel, you'd be thinking, "Oh no!" Like you can, as we said, you can get dogs that, such as the miniature schnauzer, they're great; they don't shed. You need them clipped, you need them cut because they don't naturally their fur carry, their fur carries on growing. Whereas an Australian shepherd, they will it doesn't carry on growing. You just need to keep brushing and. It's something you just need to, as well as looking after any dog, something you need to put into account that Mm -hmm. I have to groom this dog three or four times a week. I've just seen her. She crossed
2: it off the list. I just saw it. (laughs) Yeah, it's gone. It's gone.
0: (laughs) So before we find out if the Australian Shepherd has made Lowry's List unlikely um we <laughs> we are going to look at the official dog breeds of and tara has done some research on three countries oh, the quiz oh, my the quiz and i'm gonna give you a clue two of the countries they're in the name i used to have Shock such down. good
1: self-esteem
0: and now <laughs> i do this i can't is <laughs> gonna
2: yeah, it could have, yeah so that
0: pakistan down. can you name the pakistan national dog do you want a clue? Because you're looking at me very blankly. If the clue is, is that it's, that it's a dog, than, I don't want yeah, the clue. And I, it has the word dog in it, and it has also think about the dog we've looked at today, and think about the country. I cannot make it more obvious than that. Pakistan shepherd, shepherd. dog. Pakistani shepherd dog. Lowry, nailed, nailed it. that's giving you a boost. How was you having such low self-esteem. Going to go on try mm. off to Mensa, for yeah. You? yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, I,
2: with your IQ. I don't think um, we'll be covering the, the Pakistani shepherd dog in one of these yeah, maybe, I, but I'm but. not sure how popular it is to be honest
0: um, so not. India Oh my
1: gosh! I I couldn't even begin to guess, Trevor. <laughs> to be honest,
0: this is I've never heard of this breed. And Give us a and clue. That's a Tara decent put clue. a note actually when she sent this oh, to disclaimer. me. She went a disclaimer. She said it's not recognised by lots of countries, but it's the official I love dog. that she sources. <laughs> no, she is amazing oh gosh, when it comes. She's, to that better, than stuff. You, yeah. I, she's better than you, George. She's <laughs> better than. Don't say that. Don't say that. I teach her. She'd be like, what? Well. Um, so should I tell you because I don't think you're yes. going to get it. The Indian Pariah dog. Okay. Do we okay. know what that looks like at all? No, I think it's it's probably very sleek, slim. It's in the hot weather. I don't know much about okay. it, if I'm honest. No idea of a Pariah um, dog in general. No, yeah. Oh, and pr- par- Greece. Dog. Oh, J- Jane's our tea boy or wine pourer tonight is holding up a picture. It's quite. A oh, sl- it's cute. It it's looks a- like a Labrador, but thin with it short looks, hair. Yeah, it looks like a Labrador. Um, thin. Sort of like sandy coloured, really. It looked, you
1: know, it just looks like
0: your generic.
2: Yeah, it looks like a m- dog that yeah. you see yeah. on a car. Yeah, I'll, I'll put long that. Snout. I'll
0: put that on Instagram so you can see mm. um, pictures of whether. And I'll put the pictures of all hmm. the um, dogs featured in today's episode. Yes. It just looks like a mongrel. Yeah. It does look mongrelly, yeah. And the Greek, the Greece. What is Greece dog? Oh my gosh! I this the is
1: getting is worse every week. week. I can't.
0: The Grecian.
2: That's what I was going to start with. Yeah, yeah. the
0: Grecian. <laughs> you, shepherd. You are so good because you know... Yeah, go for it. The Grecian
1: shepherd. Dog. Dog.
0: You have obviously... Wrong, it's the cocoony. What <laughs> <laughs> the... I Which, think, to be honest, the cocoonie cocooni. looks actually quite similar I'm thinking you're, to I'm a thinking little the chihuahua. Need this <gasps> it, looks oh, like a pa- it does well. look like a chihuahua. It looks like a mixture of a pa- um, papillon.
1: A, oh, yeah, a, like mixture a long of a papillon, like and a, a chihuahua. chihuahua. Okay. Well, this yeah. is
2: Wikipedia, though. Cute. I don't know. Anyways, like we should probably put this one on the pod. The, we'll, uh, put yeah, we'll put these well. on Instagram as well. as well.
0: I like the look of him. He's quite cute. Okay. Thank you for that, Tara. Anyway, your Australian Shepherd. Okay. If you had a boy and a girl, before I tell you, Tara has given me hers. The boy would be Sam. Okay. And the girl would be Chloe.
1: I like Sam because it's an all-American kind of dog. It's a uh, it's the American dream, Uncle Sam. Yeah, with the dog. Dogs even though it's Sam. called an
0: Australian Shepherd.
1: Exactly. Okay, yeah.
0: Well,
2: well, but American. we know it's not. Yeah, I mean, we know yeah. they're, they're it calling like us. Tara's a bright pupil. I think Tara probably knew it wasn't Australian. Yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah. I, I picked Australian. You did. <laughs> I did. So before <laughs> I thought, what would be?
0: Before <laughs> we had this, did this podcast that we were talking about, what would you call it? And they were like, oh, what What's that really attractive Australian? Um, uh actress and i said kate um kate uh kate blanchett if you're listening kate
2: i did say you um and, and, and margot for margot Margo Robbie, Robbie, i addressed Robbie. you and so you would have gone margot yeah i was gonna go margot i know that's yeah and for a boy uh merlin not mel after mel gibson not mel no oh
0: no so who who's for? australian again? mel gibson australian he's no. australian Everyone's looking Marcus at me. Everyone is Australian. literally looking at me really blankly. Well, James, James, can you can fact you check Google that please? James, can you Google if, if Melvin's okay.
2: anyways, moving on. Merlin, we'll come back to that. Laurie, what about you?
1: Um, for a girl, I would have either Heidi or Estee. Estee? Estee? Like Why Estee? Estee Lauder? Este? Yes. Lauder? Yes. Oh, okay. Like Estee Lauder. Yeah. Um, for a boy, I think I would have maybe Fraser.
2: Fraser. okay.
1: Fraser. Frasier... Oh, Jim's just yeah, come back with a verdict Yay. on Gibson. Yeah. The ver- I'm verdict dead. Dead. Sorry, Mel Gibson. We're
2: sorry, Mel. We're sorry, Mel. I'm sure Mel Gibson. Not, but I'm sure Mel Gibson was Australian. <laughs> You've just been You're thinking cold, Russell you know. Crowe. <laughs> Right, because I Google Mel Gibson's background because I thought yeah, he was. We already a, he already <laughs> so did. He
0: might be born in New York, but he might have grown up in in oh, Australia. Right, okay, on, oh, Joshua, here, right. can this is George um, style no, <laughs> referencing. <yeah>. At
2: one, <laughs> at one, Joshua, one point, Mel stepped in Australia. Can you look his
0: Wikipedia and see if he grew up in Australia? I, I thought he was Australian, Australian is, Mel George. Gibson.
1: <laughs> oh, his he's from California. Hang, hang
0: on, his parents were Australian. Okay, can we
2: fact check that? Can I revise
1: my dog name because I want to call it Russell? Oh, Russell. After even that?
2: though we know now that it's not Australian.
1: Well, Russell is. Russell. Yeah, but
2: this dog is not Australian. Are oh, you okay
0: with that? Oh, well, I'll call it Mel. Okay. There we go. So, can I just say sorry, we're, I, we're not even talking about dogs here. We're talking about Mel Gibson. And I, I hope just. He's he was born in New York, but they moved when he was a baby to Sydney, Australia. Um, and he grew up there. So. What? Well, I would say, sorry, like to see sorry how old, what is I'm, I'm an I'm for a year. And dogs. I really hate um, it So right. I would go. I mean, the reason wasn't. why I wanted yeah, Mel, wasn't right. because I want to call my Australian Shepherd Mel, that's why I was like, I need to get this, I need to make sure he is Australian. So Mel, I would choose for a boy. Okay. And for a girl, I like named Penelope. Penny. No, I, I would have said Penny. I said Penelope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so
1: you're going to shout Penelope every time you want her? Yes.
0: Uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, the top girls and the top boys' name Now, um, two names know. which occur on know. every I single know. one. Oh, uh, don't. It, Luna is top, then Bella. I reckon Luna because of her, the eyes, the um, blue eyes maybe. But Luna and Bella and Lucy. And the boys, which I thought was quite cute, Cooper.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: Blue, mm. and Bear.
1: Yeah, those are yeah, really nice
0: names. And there's a lot of celebrities that have these dogs. Can you Do guess you, one of them, maybe? Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson, yes. Of course. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Amanda Seafried, person off um, Mamma Mia. Oh, yeah. Steve Jobs. Okay. Oh. Uh, Jennifer Colony. And I don't know this person, James Brolin.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: When you say okay, who is he? I've heard his name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, James Rowland, He's referenced in something. Oh, I think oh, he's attractive. I love attractive. It. Oh, oh, him. Oh. <laughs> um anyway, so our final and the most important question we ask at the end of every podcast, Lori, yes, is the Australian shepherd on the list. Uh, let me just remind us. It, that list consists of the <laughs> greyhound, which she's already owned before. <laughs> And a Cavalier King Spaniel
1: <laughs> Which actually I'm not fully sold on <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: oh right no What was that on there you yeah, can't kick them the off yeah. That was the
1: asterisk no No no. you can't just the kick list? them off once they're like You're wow. not sure Okay, okay. Um, <sighs> I would If If I If
2: That's I enough. lived
1: somewhere else <laughs> I think living in Chicago, I think there's so many people who would rush into getting a dog because it looks nice. And that's, I, you know, it, okay, it's obviously pretend, a beautiful let's pretend
0: dog. you, as we say before, you <laughs> bought your house in the Wel- Welsh Valleys and you've got ash, well, the Welsh you've got a couple of kids, Not the Valleys. Not the Valleys. Oh, okay. Nope,
1: let's specify. <laughs>
0: the countryside. Okay, you've got your place where you want to live. Would you get in? Yes. Yeah. And I agree. I think, I would definitely get a Australian Shepherd if I wasn't in an apartment, because I think they are. Like, I know it's Joshua's one of Joshua's. If you saw on Instagram, Mm. we did all the people um, who work on this. We tell them what their top three favourite. Obviously, we couldn't do Lowry's because she's only got two. But we wanted their top three (laughs) favourite breeds. And Joshua was the Australian Shepherd. And I think for me, it would be one of those dogs I would get. Yeah,
1: I think it's just so difficult here to get the right one that the dog will be happy and
0: Everything you would be will, happy because imagine yeah. like especially on those winter nights when you're coming back work from late when it's dark and thinking they they do require an hour worth of um mm. exercise yeah. and having to go go you know you just don't feel like you're doing the dog justice
1: yeah absolutely so yes i would if i was in so it's the making the list
0: can we say it's making a list
1: is the list the, it, is the list is like it doesn't have to be right <laughs> now it could be when okay. you okay then yes. If,
0: <laughs> hang on, everyone. I would make. I would like to have some sort of fireworks. I mean, we've had enough of fireworks. So the Fourth of July It's constant, but it is
2: fireworks here it because is you are making the list a list
1: of. In five years' time, I'd get one that
0: list. Yeah. Okay. Two yeah.
2: asterisks on this one. Two asterisks.
0: Five years' time, and if you can constantly get make sure it's no fur by cussing it, shedding, yeah, trimming it. And um, okay, and
2: Trevor, I'm just. I'm not a big fan of long-haired dogs like i said i think katie would kill me if she heard me say that but um yeah it's a it's a it's a good breed for sure um i don't think it's the breed for me okay
0: so thank you for that and i'd like to also thank joshua our producer and uh james for making sure the wine has been flowing all evening and if you'd like to see any of the dog breeds that we've looked at today especially the official dog breeds of pakistan india and greece please look Go onto our Instagram page. And also, you can subscribe and follow us on any platform you listen to our podcast at Dog in the Spotlight. Until next week, thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.